0: Hello, social sleuths, and welcome back to another episode of Real-Time Crime. I'm one of your hosts, Leah Lamar, and lucky for all of us, AK, Best News Ever, because I know how much you all have missed her. I've seen the DMs. I'm joined by my one and only co-host,
5: Teddy Mellencamp. You guys, I have never been more excited to be back on a day that we we're discussing someone I'm so obsessed with. Ah, Teddy, we missed you. We're so
0: happy you're back. And also, of course, we need to discuss the crime of how you didn't win Big
5: Brother. So rude. I mean, I would have thought that it was a crime to evict somebody who came in so high in the competition. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I mean, I feel
0: like we need to just touch on this very briefly because everyone was like, where the F is Teddy? And we're like, she's on Celebrity Big Brother. We don't know what to tell you. You know, it's like, watch the show and just listen to the podcast and she'll be back. So do you have any thoughts?
5: Well, I mean, my main thoughts were everyone that ever watched Celebrity Big Brother gave me advice, none of which I followed, which is do not do well in the first competition. But then what happens is you get in there and you see everyone looking at you, deciding you're not a threat. And then all of a sudden you're like, I better be a threat. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to hold on to these sh- these champagne bottles with my feet and stirrups until my fingers bleed off. <laughs> um, and and then you end up ultimately end up letting go to come into second place because you assume you'll have another competition the next day and you don't want to be injured full time. But then you learn after falling and becoming a threat that you have 11 days into your next competition. (laughs) So you're just sitting there with no TV, no phone, no, like nothing could potentially turn you into being someone to be talked about in this podcast, you know, a serial killer than being one big (laughs) brother. You.
0: She says that she laughs maniacally. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like I still have my phone on silence because I'm not even read, like I don't. I the buzz of my phone is almost pushing me over the edge.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. But my dad. dad, my dad learned how to silence notifications, and I was like, "Are you breaking up with me?"
5: Everyone's upset <laughs> by it. Everyone's like, "So you know your your silence is still on." And I'm like, "I know <laughs> it's on for everyone, and it'll never come off."
0: I love it. It's my favorite because it's the best excuse to be like, oh, sorry, I didn't see your message. Um, Okay, so how do you feel about it? I mean, first of all, obviously, you were a threat whether or not you came in second place in the first competition.
5: Well, here's the thing. I made some good friends. I had a lot of laughs. I really missed watching shows on murders and talking about it. I missed my family. I mean, nobody wants to go home first, but ultimately, once I got home, I was so grateful to be out of there. I was like, okay, my competitive nature took over. And, you know, it was nice. People, I didn't do anything to really piss people off. People liked me coming out of there, which was shocking. I was like, am I getting nice DMs? This doesn't feel right. Like, hold on. Did you just give me support? Well, you took the bullet. Yeah. So I mean it is what it is. <laughs> we're in, we're in, we're out. We now, you know, we have hot topics we need to go through. <laughs> that is so over it. Okay. I just now were
2: you doing your your special segues just in conversation there. Oh, have you I've been realized that you, I've though?
5: taken this into my life full time. <laughs> and especially when you're in the celebrity big brother house and everyone repeats themselves. 1,000 because you don't realize what you've said because you're saying it to everyone over and over again and all you can do is talk. So I started a thing where anytime somebody was repeating themselves to me, I'd go, ah, and so then they would know, like, you already told me that full story.
0: And Teddy's like, oh, why was I voted off first?
5: Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> uh, like, I can't, normally I would let people get away with it two to three times, but like fifth time into the story, you're like, I can't give you a pity laugh again.
0: I'm oh, out. my God. Wow. It's a good thing you're not married to a comedian because <laughs>
5: <laughs> all that I'd have to be doing.
0: Just the same jokes over and <laughs> over. <laughs>
5: ah, what a nightmare.
0: Also, hello, sometimes, Dimitri. You've been demoted back to Appreciate
5: sometimes. sometimes. Hey, I'll
2: take it. To so have to back, I'll take it.
5: <laughs> when I was gone, did you get to be Dimitri? <laughs> yeah,
2: which which I think was maybe just a, a play for Leah to make me think that you're the one that insists on the sometimes.
5: Oh, that's such You a are thing not I trying know. to
2: cause controversy you between were, us. The first day you were gone, she's like, "What's up, full-time Dimitri? I was like, "Whoa."
0: <laughs> I said oftentimes times to Don't get it <laughs> Okay, us not.
5: I was like, she didn't go that wide. She did. While not this I I had ex- I had very <laughs> explicit instructions for her upon my departure when Dimitri could be called. Yeah, substitute teacher
0: Dimitri. <laughs> Rolling yeah. in the TV. All right. <sighs> uh <laughs> You guys, today we're going to be discussing a suicide pact that's a possible murder. Brian Laundrie's full autopsy finally revealed the Kanye and Kim Instagram song saga. <laughs> I'm, li- I'm living for it. Okay. And finally, the moment we've all been waiting for, the Netflix movie everyone's talking about, The Tinder Swindler.
5: So good. I also I've taken some time this morning. I know we'll get into the Tinder Swindler later in this episode, but to peruse his updated Instagram account. Mm, daddy.
0: I mean, yeah.
5: I <laughs> I was honestly thinking, I was like, this is somebody that Leah would totally go broke for. I thought
0: about DM him. I mean, he's just my type. I don't know what to tell you. He's just- I-
2: She sent him money after she found out that he was doing that. I'm trying to get his attention. Yeah,
0: I
5: sent him a cash app. I was like, I mean, I know what way to his heart. (laughs) Why do people always send me those cash app DMs? Like, I'm so confused by it. I'm like, what? Like, do you really think I'm going to open this and be like, ooh, let me send you mine back. I don't even know what a cash app is.
0: Wait, also, did you guys see the photo I photoshopped myself in?
5: With In the backseat of the jet? Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) And of course, you're in beige and a turtleneck, like all serial killers. You know
0: what? I'm just, uh, Simon could, he has serial killer energy. You know, he's so smart and so fine. I know. I, didn't I can't that. with
5: the finest. <laughs> but can we get into the Utah? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Teddy just
5: because it I don't, I
0: take it I, away. Teddy.
5: Take it away. Well, I wanted to make sure I didn't mispronounce his name. Um, But How You Wang is not somebody that I think is a good person to date. Because regardless of this is a suicide pact or not, authorities in Utah have charged a Chinese national with murder, alleging he delivered a fatal dose of heroin to his girlfriend as part of an unfulfilled suicide pact. Uh, A statement from Salt Lake City Police confirms that How You Wang, 26, was disdained Friday inside a downtown motel room. Police made their way to the motel as part of an investigation into the welfare of an unnamed 19-year-old woman. Uh, to me... What's his name? Is Howie Wang. Okay. Um, according, I mean, this is according to... Um, Another another reporter, as if I'm a reporter coming to you straight <laughs> to a real time crime for my heart radio <laughs> reporter, Teddy Mellencamp reporting on how you weigh. Here's what's upsetting to me. One, I didn't realize that you're still in college at 26.
0: Oh, wow. You know what? Great call. Mm. So she, she was 19 and he's 26. So is he actually a college student or is she just a college student? Dating they, an older man,
5: they made it seem like they were college students,
0: yeah, they did, didn't they?
5: Yeah, but I mean, it's actually extremely, extremely heartbreaking. And once again, fentanyl's involved. you guys know how I feel?
0: well, also, the other thing was uh, the weird part was that it's, they said officers received information that a man made threats to kill his girlfriend. So it's like, where are those threats? What were they?
5: I mean, it's just truly... Really, uh, well, then
0: he injected himself with heroin while she passed away. And then, I guess, I don't know how the police got involved. The other thing that's odd is, like, if they actually made a suicide pact and they lived together, why go to a motel? Like, why make it even more depressing? Why not, Just do right, it at home.
5: And if this was a suicide pact, why is there no note? Why is there no information? Why isn't there discussion about any of these things? <sighs> Either way, I just... Uh, Mr. Wang
0: has some explaining to do.
5: I it's
2: not the first time you've said that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> of course, she's plugging her NFTs. <laughs> I mean, we're, this is not a laughing. We're talking suicide packs here, Leah. Not- I don't think
2: we are. I think when you have a report that says um, people said that a, a man was threatening to kill his girlfriend and then there's a suicide pack and somehow his didn't take. I, I don't think that's right. I think you have to start with murder.
0: Listen, sure. It really depends how you view the situation, not how you want to view the situation.
5: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't. Uh, Well, you guys, you can read a full magazine article, type in their names, do more research on this, but it was definitely the first one to catch our eye. Because I'd also just
0: like everyone to know that I'm very well aware that every joke I make is just one brick on my path to hell. So look, I'm just, I just, I know. All right, Teddy, move on. Just
5: just know that they're not Dimitri and my jokes. So we'll see from heaven.
0: Yeah. Wait for me, will you send me a baguette? Yeah.
5: Um, well we have to get into Brian Laundry.
0: But do you like how I thought that heaven is actually Paris? I'm like, send me a baguette.
5: Yeah, send me a baguette and some It's brief. your
0: version
2: of yeah. I mean, heaven is what you want it to be, and apparently, you're riding a, a bicycle with a basket with baguettes in the front. <laughs> well, not me, you and Teddy, because
5: I'll All be right, but you we know, are, downstairs. She's down in hell with her <laughs> NFTs. Um, Brian Laundry's full autopsy released with gruesome new details. <laughs> Grizzly, I love the, I mean, this is from, from the New York Post, the word grizzly, I love the usage. Grizzly new details emerged Monday and the death of Brian Laundry, including that his scattered bones had been gnawed on by rodents and feral dogs after his death. Laundrie, 23, died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head that caused extensive fractures in his skull, according to a newly released report by a Florida medical examiner's office. Thanks, we... Kind of already knew. Correct. Yes. I, I, you know, I could have done without them using the word feral. Like that's not very nice to the dog.
0: Hilarious.
5: So hilarious! Forgot to laugh. Honestly, that's that's a higher form of a
0: compliment. You know, it's like when I laugh, it's just whatever. But if I say (laughs) hilarious, it comes from the depths of my
2: very dark soul.
5: Um, Do does hearing the gruesome details change how you guys feel at all?
2: Nope. I'm actually fine with it.
0: No, no, I think, uh, I think our audience deserves full closure around this case.
5: So this is it.
0: Yeah, I think I was upset. Oh no, no, no. Let's let's go. Like the single bullet entered his brain at the left temple and exited through the right. I think like what is he a president? Like how does he get this level of detail
2: in an article? Well, because people like you are claiming that he left his teeth at the scene and he's still alive somewhere, so I think they're trying. Look, to I used
0: to claim that. Now I think that.
5: Remember, I didn't even claim that, though. Deeper
0: conspiracy, but <laughs> no, no. I obviously he's uh, he's passed away, and this is very tragic. I still think that this is. I mean. I mean, this is this is the case that created this podcast. So in a way, I feel very obligated to tell all the details about his death. But in another sense, I'm just like, we this is, you know, we all already knew this information and it feels so late.
5: Yeah, like why did this take so long? Why did this
0: take so we already knew. They already knew. Everyone knew. Why did it take so long? Um, you know, there was gnawing and chewing on his bones from post-mortem scavenging carnivore activity including portions of his arms and legs i mean like this is really intense coyotes rodents raccoons feral dogs eating at his bones i mean yeah this is a I, I, i'm I still baffled problem. well i'm still baffled that his parents just walked right up and found his remains uh, when the people had been looking for him for 5 weeks it's still very bizarre but are me.
5: you really baffled by this or do you <laughs> he told him exactly where he was going and they just finally decided to tell the police.
2: (sighs) The fact that he was wearing a Moab coffee roasters hat, like. Yeah. The whole thing is just, I mean, listen, I was, I was put off by the fact that he took the easy way out. Right. Because what he did in my opinion is unfathomable and it's ridiculous. And the thing is I wanted him to be caught and brought to justice and, and all that. I wanted that kind of closure. We didn't get it. So I think I said back on the earlier pod that I was disappointed that he got the easy way out. So normally I would care about hearing about this, about animals gnawing on the bone and stuff, but you know what? I don't care in this yeah. instance. Wow. And this,
5: I, I To be perfectly honest, I don't really either.
2: Okay. So, um, so
0: we'll go with the majority to- <laughs> and we'll uh, keep it moving.
5: So we'll move to yay. <laughs> yay.
0: <laughs> also, did you, talking about my amazing Photoshop skills, if you didn't see the photo of me with pete davidson last night i'll just throw this up here for you guys to see um
5: (laughs) i actually think maybe you and Kanye, you could be the next julia Julia fox Fox.
0: oh my god do you know that i am ready to manifest this
5: i am you know what that would be really good for the pod thank you so i mean maybe not great for your mental state overall
0: I'm already mentally ill. I mean, it would take so much. It would take more than a man screenshotting my text messages to him and responding to me in all caps to really let me pop off, you know.
5: But (laughs) look, even my dad knows that writing in all caps, it means you're yelling and he doesn't even know how to Instagram. So I'm working on my communication (laughs) like real. You had no idea. This is the first you've ever heard of this. Um, yeah,
0: well, I'm now with Pete Davidson, so I'm giving Kanye a chance to get his family back together. I think it's very noble of me.
5: Um, I, I do, I, I, I do think that's noble of you, although not true that it's happening. Even though your Photoshop skills were a plus, so, good. so um, good.
0: Also, I just want to say, speaking of good for the pod, I don't know if you guys noticed, but my Instagram following did double in uh, less than two weeks because I started TikTok. Ooh. Oh.
2: I started posting all
0: of I my. I love crowd that you said clips. I
5: I don't know if you guys noticed as if every day. I'm like, I wonder how many
2: You can't <laughs> see it like, on, a, look, on the wall over here. I have a chart. I,
0: I'm just keeping
5: track. It. I have like my little board here. And <laughs> Leah's insta followers. Oh, well, this is I know actually personally the
0: number. It, look, Teddy. I know when you were in quarantine at Celebrity Big Brother, you were just refreshing the app <laughs> every 10 minutes just to see where I was at. You were putting it up on a board. I just want to let you guys know I started TikTok. A month ago and i now have 141.8 k followers
5: don't forget the 0.8
0: no it's very important because it's about to be hundred
5: i'm about to be i'm gonna go look at it i don't really know how to do tiktok that well but i'm now that i know about this doubling i'm about to get all over it
0: well yeah then my instagram doubled in like a week and a half i'm getting a lot of hate from a lot of men in india but other than that it's going great.
5: Well, that seems fine. But do you think posting private conversations should be taken seriously, like with Kanye and Kim's situation? I do, if kids are involved, 1 million percent.
0: I believe that if the content is harmless, it's fine to post. But if the content is anything personal or private, just in general, obviously don't post. So, you know, it's like when you're in a group chat and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to post this on my Insta story. It's like, that's yeah, fine. that's fine. That's fine. But when it's about a romantic situation gone wrong, which in this case, I think we can all agree has definitely. Taken well, I a left don't turn. think we
5: can just call it a romantic situation. You have to say it's parenting. Like these are two people that are parenting four kids together. Their kids are going to see this.
0: Yeah, I think it's inappropriate. I think it's inappropriate. I mean, I think it's like he wanted to show evidence that he wasn't going to hurt Pete Davidson, but that is even more wild that that would be something that
2: he would have to publicly announce. Well, especially since the reason people thought he might hurt Pete Davidson is because he alluded to it at every chance he got. (laughs) It's not like he was misunderstood. He literally said, I'm going to pull up outside SNL and it's dead on arrival or whatever. It's like, Eh, we're not reading between the lines. we're reading the actual lines
5: yeah, we're we're just actually reading what you wrote. Um, that being said, your predecessor, Julia Fox, has doing been doing quite a bit of press herself about it and has been liking all Kim's posts, all these things. I mean, to be perfectly honest some it's it's an exhausting situation to me, especially that it's involving the kids and now the Super Bowl and
0: Do you think the Julia Fox relationship was just a press setup?
5: I mean, I think they I mean, she openly talked about being a dominatrix. I think that
0: Connie doesn't seem like he wants to be dominated.
5: I don't think he does either, but I think they both openly have shown that they don't mind utilizing their celebrity in the press.
0: I mean, I couldn't have told that she was a dominatrix from her full body leather outfit, but. Or but he her outfits latex. before
5: she met him didn't look like those outfits. To, like it looked she had definitely had a shift in her aesthetic.
0: OK, and uh, do we have any final thoughts about Kanye before we take a break?
5: No, I'm happy I don't follow him.
0: I follow him because honestly it is the highest
2: form of entertainment, in my opinion. He to me is like when you hit unsubscribe on spam and they just keep sending you shit. That's what he
0: is keep sending me. you the emails them, like we think and,
5: you'd like this. Yeah.
0: Alright, it's let's go take a break like Kim took from Kanye. We'll be right back.
3: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
5: A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
3: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff.
2: Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Marymount Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up.
1: Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut. I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, and we're back in. Welcome back to Real Time Crime, my friends. I'm Leah Lamar. We've got Teddy Mellencamp back in the house, and of course, sometimes Dimitri, who's been demoted, and he's very sad about it. I, see, I saw the tears. I saw how many times he wanted
2: to speak and he held his tongue cause he knows his place. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was trying to find my place in this crazy world. I felt, you know, I felt loved and now I feel less loved, but you know what? I can, I can deal with it.
0: Dimitri, <sighs> did you have fun when you were promoted?
2: I have fun all the, the time. Give it the
5: take it away. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a good thing, right? For the Tinder swindler. um,
0: were swindling him out of his position on this podcast.
5: <laughs> hey, Leah, will you give a breakdown of the tender swindler? Because then I need to give all of my opinions because, of course, I couldn't just watch the documentary. I had to go to all the Instagrams. I had to listen to all the other podcasts. I need to know everything about Simon, Shimon, all the names. Shimon
0: all the names. Uh, yeah, so Simon Leviev, as he liked to be called because he changed his name to the famous diamond Ear's family's last name, which is one of the wealthiest families in the world. Not to cut you off, but I'm pretty sure it's air, not ear. Diamond air. <laughs> yeah. He's a diamond air. Diamond ear. I don't know. You know, I, I got a diamond on my ear, though. So, so you wouldn't uh, have I done don't. that I before,
5: no me, brother. just let it go.
0: You've changed, talking- Teddy. You've changed. <laughs>
5: for sure would have done that. I get so proud. I was like, I knew one word. So
0: Shimon pretended to be the son of a diamond billionaire, Lev Leviev. And if you ask me, it's like he put the Lev in Leviev. Okay, I'm out. Um, (laughs) Zakan women he met on Tinder of millions of dollars for his lavish lifestyle. And we later learned it wasn't just women on Tinder. It was also friends. It was, there was a huge group of people that were swindled and it I think the Times of Israel reported that he stole $10 million in total. He's convicted of fraud in Finland and wanted in several countries. And he took on several different identities to evade authorities. So he made different names to uh, swindle women on Tinder. He didn't just use the name Simon Leviev, although currently his Instagram is Simon underscore Leviev underscore
5: it's also, he has a second one for over 21. I just noticed he did the it. private account. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: like, wait, is this a fake account? I it's hard like, to say.
5: Should I click in and see? Should I subscribe?
0: Yeah. and And so here's what he would do. He would meet with these girls. He would impress them with the private jets and the five-star
5: hotels
0: and the fancy clothes and the fancy meals. And a lot of these women, I'm assuming at this point, Hadn't really had the private jet lifestyle, so they were impressed, as anyone would be. Simon would pretend his enemies were following him after a certain point and send bloody pictures of him and his bodyguard, Piotr, a.k.a. Peter, Peter Hurt. And he would call in distress to his girlfriends and ask them to open a credit card in his name because they would say, oh, because my enemies in the safety situation, I can't use my credit cards can you please open a credit card in your name and then give me access so that I can use it, right? And it would start at small amounts like 25K. And then he would promise to return the money once his safety was insured. And once one credit card would max out, he would ask his girlfriends for a loan. And often they would take out personal loans and a credit card increase. He'd even put them on his fake bank payroll so that they could increase credit card limits because it would look like they were making almost $100,000 a month when in fact they were not making any money at all. In fact, they were going further and further into debt. He would take credit receipts, make fake checks, promising he's going to pay them back, but continuing to ask for more money. Obviously, no money ever showed up in either of his girlfriend's accounts, who we saw on Netflix doc, Pernilla and Cecile and Eileen. Cecile, one
5: which one wasn't even a girlfriend, by the way, just a friend. Oh, right. Pernilla was just
0: a friend, man. That's so lame. But they did meet up under the pretense of maybe dating. But yeah. then they parlayed it into a friendship, which I thought was so odd. But kind of beautiful.
5: <laughs> I, I mean, the part. Okay, continue so, on, and then we'll we'll then
0: we'll dissect more. So so he swindled two hundred and fifty thousand from Cecile, and he promised this woman a life with her. He said he was going to be her husband, and and he wanted to have children with her. And he made her look for apartments, and the apartments were like fifteen thousand dollars a month.
2: That's expensive. But if still, you're not- saying his his enemies are chasing him down and beating up him and his bodyguard, and he's right. like, but I but I want to live with you. Like, why is that attractive to a woman?
5: But uh, well
0: yeah i mean how he he hasn't been to jail has he because if so
5: under which name i mean (laughs) but this is also what he would do to women which i didn't get from the documentary which is why if you guys really want to go deep down this rabbit hole
0: yeah teddy go the
5: directors and the producers do a podcast called the making of a swindler and it kind of talked about what he would do, not just, you know, cause they, it was kind of surface what we saw on, on the Netflix doc, but he would, find women and then kind of learn about them and then do whatever would hurt them the most. Like this one girl came and he pretty much was like, oh, your arms are too hairy. You, you need to do this. You don't look pretty. Like, why wouldn't you dress more eloquently? Like Mm -hmm. he would just constantly put them down. And then he somehow convinced this girl to, they changed her name on the, um, podcast, but convinced her to go out with him again, even, and said, Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I was so rude to you and said such offensive things, but will you come to this event with me? Um, but you need to dress eloquently. And she was like, well, I don't really have anything elegant. And he goes, well, let me take you shopping. So then he went with her to Gucci and she's like, wow, floored by this. And instead of getting her something at Gucci, he buys himself five Gucci sweaters, then (laughs) gets in the car and takes her to Zara and gets her something off the rack. (laughs) off the sales rack. So like he was constantly throwing it in their faces, making it feel like it was something attainable to them that they'd never had. He picked a girl who he had known was just on this, you know, camping trip that she did not have a lot of funds, but then that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. You're, you're doing this. Ultimately this girl escaped, but you're conning women that don't even have money. So why like you're you're calling them to go fully broke? like it's one thing if you're conning somebody who has a ton of money and they just they're not even taking care of their money and it is what it is. Not that that makes it better, but if you're conning someone to the point where they are going bankrupt, they have no money, they're losing all of their savings like you're you're sick
0: you're a bad person, he's desperate, he's attention seeking. Um, and he's an absolute predator. And I think, whew, um, it's interesting because when I hear you talk about him negging women, it's negs only work if someone is insecure enough to accept the neg and then still believe that this person is the only person that they can receive validation from. And so it becomes a vicious toxic cycle. And so they want to continually, uh, receive validation from that person that they're good enough or pretty enough or smart enough or rich enough or whatever it is. So they'll do whatever it takes to keep that person's attention um, or receive their love or compliments. And so he probably did that to see who would do whatever it takes to be with him, which included giving him
5: all their money. And then it also kind of makes sense. If you have ever read that book, did you read it? The, shoot, i'm I'm blanking, but it talks about all the nags and then the men who pick up that book, um the game, yeah, the game um so ultimately he does all of these things, like he always has like the flashy coat on, he's showing the you know being in jets he's do he's doing all of these things for the attention and then nagging the women, and it's just all pretty terrible, but there was one girl, Eileen who got hers right back. So she ends up figuring out what he's doing because it's starting to get press. And she starts realizing, putting two and two together. However, he thinks he's manipulated her to the fact that she's still believing him and she's still looking for places for them, but she decides, she tells him she's going to help him sell his clothes, but ultimately she helps him sell his clothes and she keeps the money.
0: So she's so smart. And I love how she says she felt like she concocted a crazy plan because she actually had to go see him again after she felt so sick. I mean, she saw the article about him being a Tinder swindler literally right before she got into an airplane. It was crazy to me that she sent it to him.
5: But that's how that's how much control he had over these women. Like they truly I mean, but she
0: but she was strong enough to see it and believe it. And then made a plan and then agreed to meet up with him. That's how I know that he's such a piece of shit because he literally was so lazy that unless it was sending these same text messages over and over blood, Peter Hurt, this is the night sending this fake ambulance video. um, Unless it was that, then he didn't want to put any work into making money because literally to just put your clothes online, it takes effort, obviously. But like if you're literally broke and you need money, I mean, it takes what a day to just snap a photo of of your clothes and put it onto a retail site.
5: Yeah. I mean, he took enough time to send the same message to tons and tons of women like the same exact thing. You would just change the name. But also, uh, I'm just
0: curious to know if the women didn't download the video to see the original timestamp on it and date
5: i know that they would i don't think they did but I, the part that i was so surprised by i didn't realize this is like a conning thing that you do so a lot of the women felt assurance or assured, I don't know what the correct, assured when they would go meet up with him and he was there with friends or assistants or people because then they thought who, or his even his daughter and the new, you know, the ex baby mama. They were thinking, wow, because these people are with him, it must be real. But ultimately that's what con artists do because they want you to trust not only them, they want you to believe that you're part of this whole, Family type dynamic, which I mean, and also
0: the fact that the baby mama never said anything to Cecile and she had actually filed a lawsuit against Simon herself. That's what's her deal?
5: Because she's still trying to make money, she's still flying around on that jet. But also, I get that he took a lot of money, but how does he he's not like flying around on private jet money? Like, that, that's expensive. Like, how?
0: And constantly. He's constantly, constantly on, jet.
5: on jets. Constantly. And then, like, also, one of the, I can't remember which girl it was. He ended up sending them his watch because he, oh. That was because he, Yeah, because he could never he paid, pay her. Yeah, he and, gave
0: her the watch. She flew to him to get the watch. And then, sorry, go on. Yeah,
5: which he said was $100,000. And mm-hmm. then she went to go hawk it. And it was fake. So what are you spending all your money on? Private jets and Gucci sweaters?
0: Yeah. And meals and hotels and experiences. I was so heartbroken when I saw that Cecile was getting cheated on by Simon with obviously lots of women. But with that one very young model girl when they spent the whole summer on just like private yachts and champagne,ing and, and Pernilla was them with, the, with them the entire summer. And little did she know that they were spending this other woman's money the whole time.
5: I know that that's the part that's going to just really stay with these women. Not only are they in a situation where they're, they still haven't made their money, even though a GoFundMe account has been started since this Netflix and they're getting some of the money back. I mean, it, it's beyond, but also the real wild part, is producers and directors from the Tinder Swindler reached out to him to do the documentary. And once he realized it was about the victims, he refused, allegedly. So he was all game to be a part of it until he realized they were going to focus on the victims and not just him. I can't
0: wait to see his documentary that he makes. I don't know. Uh, He's smart. I think the other thing that's interesting, It's like he's very smart and he's obviously very charming and charismatic and good looking and put together well. But
5: are you is this your dating video to him? You want me to slide into his DMs and see if he'll see it? Honestly, say cheese. I'll take a picture. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I'll throw a filter on it. (laughs) Yeah, let him know I'm
0: into Web three. I got, I I got that NFT money. Just kidding. Okay. Um, I'm surprised he's not bigger into crypto. That seems really like his space, you know. (sighs) (laughs) The Simon coin. Okay. No, but I I think, um, you know, I'm just confused because people are saying they're trying to get him in jail again. He's a free man right now. But if I asked. To borrow money from someone and didn't repay it, is that a crime? Or are you just a bad person?
5: Well, I personally, I mean, I've said this repeatedly. I do not believe in lending money. Like to me, it's if anytime I've ever loaned money to anyone, I have to just say, this is a gift. I may never get it back Mm. because I truthfully believe that lending money two people ruins friendships, ruins relationships. It's not, but I also have a weird relationship with money. So if somebody needs money, I make that decision. Is this something I'm just going to gift them because I feel like they're in need or I'm not going to do it. And I tell the same thing to my husband because ultimately if they're in that situation, I mean, especially if it's a repeated offender, Mm. you're not getting the money back. If somebody's Oldies. repeatedly, yeah, it's one thing if somebody's in an emergency, they're like, you lost your wallet and blah, blah, blah. But if somebody every single month is needing loans,
0: because I mean, I'll, people I'll are be after them. When I first moved to L.A., I, I was loaned money by two different friends and I paid them back. But it also weighed on me because I hate asking for favors and I never ask anyone for money. I It literally made me feel ill every time I thought about it. but. I would never consider going back to them and asking for more money. That would my ego would take such a massive hit. And then someone recently asked me for money and I gave them a I gave them an amount that felt fair because I was like, OK, if I don't get this back, I'll I'll just know that this was like I went to the casino and gambled it. But also it's low enough that they should be able to pay me back. <laughs> yeah.
5: But I think that's I think is if you go into a loan knowing that there's, you know, at least a 50% chance that this person isn't going to pay you back and it's something you can still do, then do it. But what I'm confused about is the, he would, I mean, one, his messages to these women, like first he'd be like, I love you. I thinking about you. Thank you for the money. And then he was like, give me the money. Like you can tell if somebody has that relationship around the money, things aren't good.
0: No, he's a megalomaniac.
5: But my
0: my original question still stands, is it illegal? Like, is it actually a crime? If you don't have anything in writing and you just say, hey, can I borrow some money? And then you don't pay that person back. Is that a crime?
5: I mean, I don't think so. I mean,
0: no. I, I- Because in the documentary, they're like, in a way it's the perfect scam because half of it isn't technically illegal. He's just a piece of shit. And the other thing that's interesting is that it's like you don't want this person just out there hurting people and you want the knowledge to be out there that this is, it's like he has a wanted poster, but for what? You know, it's like, yeah, because he used multiple identities. Sure. Did he cheat on women? Yes. Is that a crime? No. Did he take women's money and promise to give it back and didn't? Yes. Is that a crime? No. So in a couple of ways, it's like, that's why he's not in jail. Because I mean, the still, that, I mean, they, you- there's
5: fraud and there's no, but uh, listen, it says sentenced to 15 months in Israel for other crimes, but only served five months. He has not been arrested on any charges of defrauding and is still a free man and appears to not have any financial troubles.
0: Yeah. And he was selling business courses online. Apparently he just walks around Jerusalem, like nothing ever happened. But also I think I mentioned at the beginning, not sure if that's still in here, but they he he wants to do an hour and a half documentary that'll come out about his side of the story. And there's already one out an hour and a half exclusive interview just in Israel. And can they please release it to everywhere? We need to see it. Also, just a little update. The GoFundMe for the ladies is up to one hundred and thirty four point five UK pounds. So if you have deep pockets and you are upset about what you witnessed i am um i'm very upset about what happened to these women i find it despicable and disgusting make sure to go find the gofundme you can find their instagrams or just look up the gofundme and send them a couple pounds
5: and if you're one of the 1.2 million people that already follow simon's new instagram account i send me a dm because i need to understand
0: i thought it was at 1.5
5: I think it's 1.2, but who knows? I mean, I, I was so busy checking how many followers you had. I might've gotten lost with this <laughs>
3: assignment.
2: <Simon. laughs> he he joined TikTok and it went up. Hey, question though. You said he wants to tell his side of the story. What could, in your opinion, what could that be? Like, what does he think he could go out and say that would be, oh, now I see his side of the story. I see why he did this.
0: <sighs> the thing is that he is smart. So I know he'll concoct something that will make us. He'll gaslight all of us. But I don't know. I don't know.
5: I, I think what he's going to try to say is like they wanted to give me this money. It's up to that. They were in love with me. They wanted to live this lifestyle. They knew that I was conning other women to be able to fund their lifestyle. So it was all just a trickle down effect. Like in my opinion, that's what he would do. Also, I. I mean. I'm just curious how many at one time, like at some point you have to be queued in prior to him asking for money that things are askew, right? I mean, how, like, have you ever gone and like taken videos of $15,000 apartments and like they're, they're not the person you're doing it with isn't even there. He's so busy.
0: It's so crazy because I dated a guy like this once. (laughs) And I was triggered the entire time I watched this show, movie, the entire time. I also I also want to say I think that he'll try to swing the public opinion and that he'll make a play for sympathy points and say that he had some sort of like very... Uh, dysfunctional childhood and that he was mistreated. And I think, you know, I don't know if you guys remember this part in the documentary, but they found his mom's apartment and she's basically living in a destitute area. And so she hasn't
5: spoken to him since he was 18.
0: But also, so I dated this guy and you know, it's crazy. Oh, I blocked him and never spoke to him again. And then one day I got a notification from the pattern, you know, the app that, has your Zodiac attached to it and tells you what's going to no happen. Idea. So uh, I got a notification that says you will be visited by someone from your past. And I literally just said my ex's name out loud. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to see him today. Three years later, after blocking him, never talking to him again, I ran into him on the street with his new girlfriend.
5: In LA or New York? LA. And,
0: and when I said his name out loud, I knew exactly where I was going to see him too. That's the crazy part and i walk past him i don't see him i just hear leah and i turn and it's him and he gave me this big hug and then he starts whispering in my ear so she can't hear and he's trying to be like i'm so sorry but i was like now is not the time
2: and then He was probably afraid you were gonna like
0: oh yeah out out him in front of his uh, he probably he saw me i don't even know why he said my name honestly i think
5: he's he couldn't help himself. He had to see if, you know, you were smiled or you looked happy or whatever it was, because that's how narcissistic people are.
0: Yeah. Uh, And it was with this like very young, very young, very, (laughs) very. I mean, she was like Epstein Island, young fetus. And (laughs) and I mean, it was it was like inappropriate looking young and i was like yeah i'm a stand-up comedian i, I actually got to go I, I have a show right now and she's like you're a comedian you're such a queen
2: oh my god and i was like this is you're god, like this is, this is so <laughs> <great>. <laughs> you're like well, well i you. guess i have a few more minutes go ahead <laughs>
5: <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god um we have to take a quick little break and then we'll do a final our final thoughts on the tenders
0: all right
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Guys, now that we're back, I know we're running out of time, but I do we do have to cover one thing that we have not covered yet. It that was Tinder- me
0: talking about how I would lend my ex-boyfriend money to pay his rent.
5: Uh, no, but not shocking. And Um, while
0: I watched on other girls' Instagram stories that he was dating them. Sorry, go on.
5: (laughs) Oh, well, that Tinder has officially banned Simon.
0: Woo! Woo And all his affiliate accounts.
5: Yeah, correct. But I, here's the thing. Listen, I never, I, you know, got married to my husband before dating on apps became a thing. But if somebody is consistently sounding too good to be true most of the time they are and then if they're too good to be true and then they ask you for money run 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 run. that is the
0: moral of the story (laughs) that
5: is the moral of the tinder swindler story which speaking of scammers do you guys think that next week we could discuss um inventing anna we have to
0: also just want to let you know Sis, if he's on a private jet, but asking you for money, red flag. <laughs> 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 Something and, is afoot.
5: <laughs> and, and check your and time it's about stamps, to be your account. Check your time stamps. Never give your credit card I- I- information out. And if he buys five Gucci sweaters for himself and then takes you to the Zara sales rack,
0: bye. Also, if you don't got the ring yet, girl, we're not loaning money.
5: <laughs> not just that. If you don't have the ring, also, if you even if you get the ring, go check it to make sure it's real, especially if it's a tender swindler, because yeah, especially
0: if it's a diamond diamond from his,
5: <laughs> you know, by, by the way, if I was the guy that owned all the, if I was whoever Lev? the uncle or I'd be ticked off.
0: He was tainting his dad's name. Well,
5: his not, not not dad's really, name. His not not dad's. But I mean, that's. If you become Leah Mellencamp Ariave and start hustling people,
0: <laughs> oh, ooh, yeah. Better delete that profile. <laughs> How'd she get on to me? Ooh. Ooh.
5: <laughs> Dimitri, did you tell Teddy about it? I, I, um, oh,
2: I but, replied to the wrong email. Bad.
0: But
5: Leah, because I've missed it so much, are you going to sing our song before we oh go? Oh my
0: God, you know I am. Okay, good. So you guys, I know that this is really important to you and leaving voicemails is your passion in life. So we give you the opportunity to all the time. And it's just a little reminder. You can call us and leave a message about a crime you think we should look into, about a crime you're considering committing. And by that, I mean, please don't leave that voicemail on our, we don't want that, the responsibility. We're but, not actually in the law. We're not. I mean, we seem very powerful and we are, but just with <sighs> microphones. So call us, leave us a voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail at 866-21-CRIME. That's 866-21-CRIME, 866-21-CRIME. That's 866-212-7463. We love you so much. Welcome home, Teddy. We missed you. Guys, catch up on all the other previous episodes. And we'll see you next week. We love you. Stay safe. Goodbye.
5: Be careful of Tinder.
0: Bye! (laughs) It's real-time crime Real time crime. Good try it's real-time I mean, is it actually real time crime? Are we solving anything? Or is that just a thing we say? It's a thing we say? Got it. Okay. See you next week for more real time crime, only on iHeartRadio.